The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Well, uh, this is the Mr. Nelson Show 256, I guess. I don't know. I'll figure it out when I uh, put the title up. But anyway, uh, boy, uh, get out your Geiger counters because the radioactivity left from the uh, scorched earth uh, atomic bomb that uh, Vox dumped on uh, YouTube uh, is continuing to have reverberations. Now, this isn't new. This sort of thing has happened before. And uh, basically, uh, Steven Crowder, the comedian behind Louder with Crowder, and he is a conservative comedian, and his uh, YouTube channel is the most popular conservative woman, I do believe, and uh, he's part of the the Blaze and all that now. But uh, he started uh, Louder with Crowder on YouTube, and uh, he's one of the founding, uh, you know, uh, creators for uh, to attract people to YouTube, and the idea that uh, you could set up your own channel and produce videos and ultimately, possibly, earn income. Uh, It's getting harder and harder to do. They keep changing the rules. Uh, Now you have to get to a certain amount. You have to have a certain amount of uh, subscribers and all that. And uh, what the policies are, the terms of service uh, changes constantly, which makes it virtually impossible to maintain it. Uh, The case in point here, uh, another good YouTuber, is Tim Pool, been following a lot of his stuff. He's on the left, and yet he gets it. He understands, and he just wants to be honest and tell what really happens here and there in his stories to the best of his ability. And uh, he pointed out that there's this guy, after this, what they're calling the Vox Adpocalypse. There had been previous adpocalypses before, <laughs> and here comes another one where they attack the advertisers if anyone's advertising on whatever uh, uh, creator or artist, whatever they want to go after. So uh, Tim Pool brought up a point of this guy, and his videos are merely... Uh, for the purposes of sound effects, it's, I guess it's sort of like the ASMR people, but basically he would do video of like a beach or a forest or something like that. And it goes on for hours. And it's the kind of thing, it'll help you go to sleep. You know, it'll help you. It's just sort of relaxing sounds in the background. And that's what he does. He got demonetized. <laughs> because the, there's no way YouTube can police all this stuff as per the wishes of Vox. Uh, so you have to tweak the algorithm to seek out certain terminology, what have you, and any combination thereof and what context it's in, well, it can't understand that. So I'm hopefully this, this poor guy who has nothing to do with this can, I mean, you would think something like that in the cat videos, but even the cat videos, I mean, I don't know, there could be something in there Somebody says pussy or whatever, <laughs> and that's it. You're demonetized, and it, you got to go through a process and all this stuff. And there's people who uh, got so many subs- uh, subs- subscribers and whatnot that they were able to make a significant income 
off of these channels, and some are even dependent. Now, that's not the case with Steven Crowder. Uh, he has uh, subscriptions to his uh, work with uh, The Blaze, and of course, what, what is he called? The Mug Club. Mug, yeah, Mug Club. You join that, and uh, you subscribe to Steven Crowder and other content that you don't get on the YouTube channel and all that sort of thing. All right, well, uh, that's all fine and dandy. But everybody else, that's why I said it's scorched earth and uh, the atomic bomb goes off because there's all these other people who had nothing to do with this on the left as well uh, just get wiped out. And this keeps happening uh, with the social media platforms. I believe I mentioned this before. There was a woman who made an art project out of uh, MAGA hats. She took a bunch of MAGA hats. She's vehemently uh, anti-Trump and all this. So she wanted to make this piece where she took the hats and then re-stitched them to, into the shape of a Klansman uh, hood. Uh, so, so you got this big red clan clan uh, uh, hood, and well, Twitter uh, put her in Twitter jail over <laughs> because it's a clan image. Uh, you know, and so it, it's getting to the point where you can't even. Some of the um, back on YouTube, there were videos in trouble because they mentioned the Nazis. Well, they're not promoting the Nazis; they're just. How can you deal with the problem of something like that if you can't even say the term? So, I don't know if she got her Twitter uh, back or what have you, but it that's what happens. It will bite you on the ass, and it, it becomes impossible to even have any kind of dialogue. Uh, so, this came out of this idiot uh, commentator on Vox. And keep in mind, Vox uh, has, I forget how many million subscribers on YouTube, uh, but they have a sugar daddy. That sugar daddy is NBC, which has a sugar daddy. That sugar daddy is Comcast. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, these are the channels that get bankrolled and can pay into services that your average uh, creator can't. And so YouTube wants to keep entities like that happy. So they're using their muscle and power to drown out competitors. Uh, uh, in the case here of Carlos Maza, who's the one who does a, uh, a show on uh, the Vox YouTube channel called Strike Through, where he'll give his very hateful and bigoted commentary. And that's exactly what it is. Uh, but the shoe doesn't fit on the other side, apparently, when you're on the left, because he's openly called for violence against uh, Trump people and the like. Uh, and nothing. It's perfectly fine. Plus, the, the examples he takes against uh, Stephen Crowder, well, you can point to John Oliver, you can point to Stephen Colbert and Samantha B. Nothing. Nothing. There's no boycotts, there's no firings, there's no advertisers dropping, there's none of this stuff goes on, there's no activity against it, because we know where this is going. Now, for the lefties who just aren't on board and you're not part of the in crowd... Yeah, you're going to get taken down, like the girl with the hood and the people on YouTube with their channels and mentioning words that the algorithm is going to uh, demonetize you for. And they're changing the rules now where you get one video and then that's it. Your whole channel is demonetized. Now, before uh, the rule was that you could get a video demonetized. And they said, well, it's too controversial, too nasty, what have you. And uh, we're not going to run ads on that. Okay. So you move on. Uh, but now, apparently, the whole channel goes down. And uh, it, when you got strikes against you, it was like three strikes or whatever. Now, I don't, that, that's probably up in the air, too. You, you just, so you get a video, 
and your channel's demonetized, which then if you were doing it, trying to build something and earn income on it, well, why bother? <laughs> you know? And so if your whole channel gets demonetized, it's over, you know. So you now, of course, there's other ways to go around. And if you're capable of producing merchandise, you know, the T-shirts, the coffee mugs, all that type of stuff, well, you can try that. Uh, and there's other platforms for now, but they have to search for overseas servers and this sort of thing. It's just insane. And uh, it's the attempts of maintaining a monopolist situation or rather collusion between organizations the corporations are separate. But nevertheless, the result is monopoly. So uh, sooner or later, and sometimes I wonder if this is the goal to push it into state regulatory systems and then the state will establish who's who and what's what, and that's not any better. <laughs> but the point of the matter is the principle of free speech, which people forget. Obviously, a corporation is not bound by free speech to the point that it owes you a platform. It doesn't. But if you don't support the principle, you won't be supporting the law. And at the point here where uh, livelihoods are just destroyed without any uh, way of, of, of appealing it, and also with the rules just changing at a moment's notice, and obviously very biased to one uh, viewpoint and one uh, side and not the other, only by accident, in this case, do lefties get in trouble. So that's the case you have here. And, and if anything else, just remember, even if it's a channel or our personality or what have you that you really don't have that much interest in. Um, these entities, these corporate entities, they're deciding what you can see and when you can see it and all of that. Uh, so it's up to you. Even if you're never going to watch Steven Crowder, that's fine. That was your choice. But in this scenario, it's not yours. Whether you change your mind later, too bad. They decide they know better. And the argument, oh, he made fun of this Maza guy. So what? You know, the problem here, really, for Steven Crowder, for Vox and Maza and the like, is they can't beat his argument. That's what it is. And also, these independent creators on YouTube and other platforms and all this sort of thing is doing serious damage to the power and presence that old dinosaur media had. This is inevitable. They've never been able to fully transition to online entities, and that's why they had things like Vox and whatnot. But they can't appeal overall to the market because they're so myopic and they're stuck in their bubble. And that's just the way it is. Boy, it was so much easier when it was only three channels. Yeah, but that was just a matter of circumstance. Yeah, the left just doesn't do well with markets. They just really don't. They never understand them, and they get angry, and they refuse to, and they just burn everything down. So that's what you got here. Scorched Earth. And a lot of people, even a guy who does videos of a beach, <laughs> he got caught in the crossfire. And uh, then, of course, like I said, the example of the woman with her... her, her uh, uh, Trump hood. <laughs> so uh, this policing of all this and what's nasty and what isn't, and you can't take a joke. Pretty soon, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how anything can stay on YouTube. And I, I like watching Nick DiPaolo's videos. And oh my God, how does he stay on there? 
<laughs> and stuff like that. Because, I mean, well, you shouldn't make fun of people's appearance, you know? You shouldn't make fun of their skin color, like like laughing if they're, they're orange. And, and, and what about their hair? You shouldn't laugh at that, like, like saying it's like a, a haystack on someone's head. Yeah, see? You see? Oh, wait. It's okay to do it to him. <laughs> No consistency, no logic. It's it's just a pathetic uh, situation where you got a little kid losing a ball game and suddenly he wants the rules to change. Swear his points count for six points and yours only counts for point five, <laughs> if that. So that's that's where it is. And uh, in again, if it, the way it should be, if Stephen Crowder makes a point or an argument, challenge it, counter it. This business of getting people deplatformed, even to the point of people losing their bank accounts and their credit card accounts and all this sort of thing. I, you know, everybody has to go live under a bridge and starve to death. Uh, boy, I, you know, how long can you keep this going? You know, because inevitably things are going to get violent. And, uh, well, uh, I mean, in the case of Mazza, that's what he wants, apparently. But, um, most people don't, and they don't. And granted, uh, a YouTube community is not everywhere and everything, but again, someone's trying to do the thinking for you. And uh, don't bend the knee. All right, take a break. And uh, boy, what am I going to do? I guess I'll have something. Uh, boy, I just couldn't bring Lefty and Red in here. Certainly not Lefty. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, is he just beside himself over this? <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, we'll take a break. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. like the sound of my voice yes you know you do and you want to hear it in the best way possible so why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from tweaked audio key features include eight colors and styles mic'd and non-mic'd versions designed to sound great for music and talk noise reducing design with a lifetime warranty so head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code mr nelson at checkout for 33 percent off and free worldwide shipping that's mr nelson M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Say, gang, why not help out the Mr. Nelson Show by hopping on over to my Cellfi store at cellfi.com slash Nelson, where you can visit the Nelson Theater. Yes, there's plenty of my poor man mystery science theater of crappy old movies just for you. Full movies, $1.75. Short films, 90 cents. It's like watching a movie with me. Such as Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers, Conquer the Universe, Chapter 2. Yes, in Chapter 2, Mean pouts and feels sorry for himself while Flash and his gang go hiking in the mountains. <laughs> what more do you want? Warning. Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. But it also includes inappropriate laugh tracks and cartoon sound effects along with my smart-ass commentary. So what are you waiting for? 
head over to sellfy.com slash Nelson. That's Nelson, N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. And you can find Flash Gordon along with all the other goodies for you. Oh, boy. What's the matter, Sally? I guess the beer just doesn't give me the buzz it used to. You need a butt chug. A butt chug? I'm not pouring beer in my ass. Not beer. Cough syrup. Here, let me flip you over. What? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my. Oh. Let's move these panties aside. <laughs> and we'll insert this tube. Oh, ah. Oh. Here comes the cough syrup, Sally. Oh, ah. Oh. Wow. The walls are melting. I see flowers taking flight and turning into stars. <laughs> Can't get a buzz? Then you need... A butt jug. Warning, butt jugging may lead to brain damage, rectal rot, and or farts that smell medicine Say, what you wearing there, boy? Hey, <laughs> this is my Bubba Stargon t-shirt. Bubba Stargon? Oh, man, is that all the characters of that little Mr. Spot? It sure is. Oh, man, where can I get one? <laughs> you gotta head over to the Mr. Nelson store. Mr. Nelson store? Where that? Oh, you gotta head over to Zazzle.com, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.com, and look up the Mr. Nelson store. Yeah, M-R-N-I-L-S-I-N. <laughs> it's just that simple. Oh, man, I'm gonna get on that and get me a Bubba Star concert. Yeah, you'll be the envy of your friends. Yeah, except you're the only one friend of gut. Well, uh, you'll make more with a cool shirt like it. Oh, yeah. That's right, friends. Head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com where you can get your Bubba Stargon shirt and other great Mr. Nelson products. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Space opera adventure like no other. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Previously, our heroes were involved in an experiment in order to increase their ability to have instantaneous communication through the use of sending signals through pinhole wormholes that Dr. Saris Lear had perfected. But, Admiral. Johnny Ray demanded that they also receive a teleportation signal. He and his colleague, Dr. Tushy Cheeks, volunteered to be teleported to the Edsel across the expanse of the star system. And they successfully teleported and materialized aboard the Edsel. But at what cost? Both seemed to succumb to dizziness and fainted. Johnny Ray awoke to reveal that his eyes now possess a mysterious glow. This is outrageous. I, I warned all of you, but you wouldn't listen. Now look at what's happening. Oh, come on, Cyrus, calm down. All right, all right. So his eyes, you know, look weird. Maybe it'll get better, but if it doesn't, all he's got to do is wear some sunglasses. Oh, Hell, uh, it'll look cool. And oh, some chicks might even dig it. Oh, I don't think you understand that we are completely unaware of the ramifications as this 
strange glow about his eyes could only be a mere symptom of a more serious condition. Now, would you relax? Star Patrol's got a great health care plan. They'll fit him out with some great glasses. Besides, uh, it's all in Booze's hands. Oh, good lord. Captain Star God, are you have any awareness of, uh, of any sense of respect that you are leaving the fate of Admiral Johnny Ray in the hands of someone nicknamed Booze? Hey, come on. Booze is a great guy. Did I tell you about the time my balls swelled up to the size of cannibals? Oh, oh, God, yes. Yeah, well, guess who fixed that problem? Booze, that's who. Gross. So, yeah, I do believe the Admiral's in good hands. In the meantime, all that other crap about the whole experiment and the teleportation and the mechanics and oh. uh, the stuff, data, whatever you want to call it, that's on your end, Saris, so hey. What? I don't know what you're doing bitching with me. You ought to be bitching with the data. Well, uh, point taken, Captain Stargon. I'll get back to my work. Yeah, there's the attitude. Speaking of getting back to work, come on, Looney, we gotta get back to the bridge so we can uh, move this junk to Uranus. Oh, God, Bubba. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah, it never gets oh. old. God, it was all the first time round. Meanwhile, in sickbay, where Dr. Boo's Liddy Hatfield tends to his patient, Admiral Johnny Ray. A. Uh-huh. E. Yeah. B. Right. F. Yep. T. Yeah, excellent. That's really incredible vision you got there. P. What? R. I. Ian. What are you doing? T. That was D, the last line. D. Uh, read now. Ian. C. Admiral. Oh my god! A, Doctor! Don't you see? He's a, reading the fine print! D, printed in Canada! A. Holy crap! I can read the other card too if you want. Other card? Uh, you mean the one behind it? That'd be the one. Yeah. <laughs> Admiral, eh? Those shiny peepers of yours uh, are incredible. You done got yourself some super eyes. <laughs> Indeed, Dr. Hatfield. In fact, in the brief time that I've been taking it easy here in your sick bay, I have read your entire medical library, along with all the technical manuals. I'm starting to get bored. But also, I have read in the mind of Deputy Pollock that our teleportation mine. arrival has fried out the battery system of the Edsel, and we are now running on auxiliary power, and it will take us something huh. in the region oh, of well. four weeks just to reach home base. What? Aw, oh, man. I, damn it. I, I only packed two pairs of fresh underwear. But, Pose, didn't you hear him? He's saying he could read Deputy Pollock's mind. Oh, yeah. That's a neat trick. Not really. It didn't take much to pour through that pea brain. And I don't necessarily need telepathy to let me know that the two of you have gotten awfully chummy all of a sudden. Case in point, you no longer refer to him as Dr. Hatfield, but rather Boo. What? Oh, it's Johnny. You're, you're just being silly. <laughs> Do not play games with me, Tushy. Oh, God. Damn, Admiral, that's another neat trick. <laughs> but is this true? Can the Admiral possess clairvoyance enough to read the mind of Deputy Polyp? 
Hey, Spot, step on it, will ya? I want to get back to the, the station in time to see if I can catch the game, you know? We can probably get the signal now that we got those uh, little wormholes. <laughs> well, I'm trying, Bubba, but the engines seem unresponsive. What? Oh, hey, guys. Eh, Pollock, what do you want? Well, I thought I'd come over here and tell you that uh, that teleportation experiment we did with uh, the Admiral and that doctor chick, well, it fried out our systems and our batteries completely. We're running on auxiliary power, so eh, it's going to take us about four weeks to get back to the station. What? Oh, man. So, it appears that indeed the Admiral is possessing of some clairvoyant ability in order to know what Polyp knew about the engines of the Edsel. What could this mean? Well, we'll just have to find out for these and other questions in the next exciting episode of Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol is written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Middle school students allegedly fed urine and semen-filled crepes to teachers. Oh, God. Uh, hello. I'm Mr. Nelson. A group of middle school students in Ohio allegedly served urine and semen-filled crepes to their teachers during a gourmet cooking competition. They are now being investigated by the local authorities. The incident allegedly took place at Hyatt's Middle School in Powell, Ohio. The teachers involved were reportedly judges for the cooking contest and was captured on video. Several students allegedly put urine and or semen onto the crates and fed them to faculty members. Oh. 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 Investigators were considering felony assault charges, and they should. The authorities have been working with school officials and conducting lab tests to verify the alleged substances involved. He's Louise. I mean, whatever happened to spitballs? <laughs> this has been a Nelson News Bulletin. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. This is a Nelson News Update. Police seized baggy with off-white liquid substance in probe of vile middle school creep tainting. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. Police probing Ohio middle school students for allegedly putting urine and semen in creeps that they served to teachers. Seized a clear plastic baggy with off-white liquid 
liquid substance from one of the teenage suspects. You, uh, sheriff's investigators, have determined that two quart of boys yeah, were involved in separate food-tainting incidents at Hyatt's Middle School in Powell, a city 15 miles north of Columbus. One group of suspects, all of whom are 14, is suspected of placing semen in crepes that were prepared in a global gourmet home economics class. A police report notes that a 24-year-old female teacher and a second individual were victimized by the teens who could face assault, disorderly conduct, and failure to report a felony charges. Uh, yeah, well, uh, since Delaware County Sheriff's Office deputies were told that video of the incident had been recorded, three iPhones were confiscated from the suspects. Additionally, deputies seized a clear plastic baggie with off-white liquid substance. Investigators suspect that the baggie, which was sent to a police lab for testing, contains semen. The second incident, which occurred later in the day on May 16th, involved three 14-year-old students and a 15-year-old pupil. Deputies believe the boys, who could face felony assault raps, placed urine in food that was consumed by a 48-year-old male teacher and three other victims. It was only after the crepes had been eaten by the victims that school personnel learned of a troubling video that was circulating among students. The clip appeared to show semen being added to the crepes. Oh boy, when the police probe of the alleged food adulteration is completed, the county prosecutor's office will make a final charging decision. Yeah, well... Jeez, oh, you know, I, again, stick to you know whoopee cushions for your stupid pranks, not not crappy crepes. This has been a Nelson News update. update, 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 update.